Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. In another life, these stars could have possibly stolen the show. But in this reality, they were ultimately cruelly wasted in famous flicks. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 actors who were criminally wasted in famous movies. Number 10, Jaiman Hounsou, A Quiet Place Part 2. For the most part, John Krasinski didn't disappoint when it came to his long-awaited Quiet Place sequel, with Part 2 largely ramping up the stressful tension and fleshing out the world that had been ravaged by the formidable sound-sensitive aliens. Yet, while the high-profile introduction of Killian Murphy's Emmett was a largely pleasing one, the same could not be said for another famous face making their Quiet Place bow. Upon being introduced as the leader of an island's safe haven away from the terrifying creatures partway through the feature, Jaiman House Sue's character seems as though they're set to play a major part in the remainder of the sequel. Before long though, Hound Sue, not even given an official character name, is viciously picked off by an alien who hitches a ride to the island on a rogue boat. And that's all she wrote. There has admittedly been talk of a spin-off film which could focus on the Academy Award nominee's character and life before part two. But if not, there's no escaping the fact that many will be left disappointed with the amount of Hound Sue we ultimately got. Number 9. Rachel McAdams, Doctor Strange The minute fans got wind of the all-star cast that would be tasked with bringing the first-ever Doctor Strange live-action feature to life, it's safe to say that expectations were rather high. Alongside the likes of Benedict Cumberbatch, Tuatil Ejiofor, Mads Mikkelsen and Tilda Swinton, the powerhouse that is Rachel McAdams was also drafted into the MCU monster. Disappointingly though, the star of The Notebook didn't grab the headlines in the same way her co-stars did. In short, she wasn't really given a chance to, being given the bland position of superhero love interest. McAdams was by no means terrible in the mystical Marvel movie. She just didn't live long in the memory. And for an actor as versatile and consistently outstanding as McAdams, that isn't something fans are used to. In fact, a number of folks were so deflated after seeing her wasted turn that some even suggested McAdams should be reintroduced to the universe as a completely different character later down the line. With the multiverse no doubt being fully unleashed in the strange sequel though, there may be a new, more engaging life for Christy Palmer yet. Number 8. Sienna Miller, Black Mass 
There's having your talent thoroughly wasted by the time a feature is unleashed onto the general public. And then there's having your talent not even make it into the finished film at all. That's the unfortunate position the Golden Globe-nominated Sienna Miller found herself in when the Johnny Depp-starring Black Mass was released back in 2015. Cast in the role of Whitey Bulger's late girlfriend, Catherine Grigg, Miller worked for four days on set as the character-slash-real-life figure, who eventually went on the run with the infamous mobster. However, whilst editing the flick directly, director Scott Cooper had a change of heart. Instead of including the period of Bulger's life that involved Greg in this feature, he opted to focus solely on his life in Boston in the time before he did a runner. This meant that the brilliant Miller showing up to film immediately after rapping on American Sniper was completely sliced out of the eventual finished article. Despite admitting that her role was only intended to be a cameo at first, before being fleshed out as they shot, Miller's presence in the feature would have no doubt been a welcome one had she not been given the unceremonious Heave ho. Number 7. Matthew Fox, World War Z Enjoying all of the hype that came with being the star of arguably the biggest TV show of its time, Matthew Fox was seen as a star primed to take Hollywood by storm when Lost ultimately reached its conclusion in 2010. Fast forward a few years and upon hearing that Fox had landed himself a role alongside Brad Pitt in Mark Forster's World War Z, it felt as though the pieces were finally falling into place for what could be the start of a fruitful movie career. Sadly, it proved to be anything but, only showing up briefly in the cut of the film that hit cinemas. Fox was a disappointing afterthought in the divisive zombie blockbuster, but it wasn't always going to be this way. The actor actually produced a lot more work for the flick, but most of it wound up on the cutting room floor after the third act was completely changed up following some unsuccessful test screenings. Had that original ending made it to screens, Fox's paratrooper would have been given some much darker material to play with, and this would have likely led to a sequel that involved Pitt's Jerry going head-to-head -head with him in the future. Oh, what could have been? Number 6. Lupita Nyong'o, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Hot on the heels of winning an Academy Award in her first ever feature appearance after an outstanding turn in 12 Years a Slave, Lupita Nyong'o found herself with the movie world at her feet. Before long, the unquestionably talented newcomer had signed on to appear in the next generation of Star Wars offerings. However, it's impossible to talk about the actor's time in a galaxy far, far away without feeling a little bit cheated by the time the sequel trilogy had come to an end. Away from a movie-stealing but still all-too-brief showing in The Force Awakens, Maskatana is relegated to bit part player for the majority of Disney's hit and miss continuation of the Skywalker saga. If her wasted cameo in The Last Jedi wasn't heartbreaking enough, Nyong'o was once again left with little to do other than deliver bland exposition in the trilogy-ending Rise of Skywalker, leaving many fans wondering why on earth those behind the pictures cast such an incredible performer only to have her do next to nothing in the space opera project she was attached to. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. 
Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Number five, Samuel L. Jackson, Spiral. It's safe to say that next to no one was in desperate need of another installment from the horror trap fest that is the Saw world. But then, something rather intriguing happened. Two years on from 2017's Jigsaw, it was announced that Chris Rock would be giving the series a reboot of sorts, robbing in none other than Samuel L. Jackson to join him in this chilling revamp. However, those hoping to see Rock and Jackson quit their way through a police procedural flick with added grotesque Saw murder were ultimately left feeling a little disappointed by the time Spiral landed in cinema screens this year. Sure, we still got Rock trying his damnness to get to the bottom of the case of the Jigsaw copycat as Ezekiel Banks, but Jackson was largely relegated to bit part player as Zeke's former police chief father, with his only real memorable moment coming in the closing stages as he found himself caught in the thick of the film's climactic trap. That surreal moment may have been a key factor in luring Jackson into the role in the first place, but the film in general still felt like a waste of such a legendary actor's talent. Number 4. Brian Cranston – Godzilla much like Matthew Fox, Brian Cranston was arguably one of the most in-demand stars on the planet, coming out of a career-best stint as the formidable Walter White in Breaking Bad. So hopes were high heading into what was his first real starring movie post-BB, that of Joe Brody in Gareth Edwards' 2014 reboot of Godzilla. That was until the decision was made to take the film's undoubted MVP outside of, you know, the big legendary beast himself, and kill him off halfway through the story. Now Cranston was still able to bring his usual level of commitment and brilliance to the part, particularly shining during the sequence which saw Brody trying and ultimately failing to save his wife from a reactor breach early in the film. But away from that, the four-time Emmy winner isn't given much to play with for the remainder of his all-too-short screen time here, as the driven and obsessed engineer trying to suss out what caused the meltdown that killed his beloved. In another life, you have to imagine Cranston could have continued on as one of the Monsterverse's leading lights, but it sadly wasn't to be. Number 3. J.K. Simmons – Justice League Bringing together a crossover epic involving some of the most recognizable names the superhero world has to offer is anything but an easy feat. And in the case of both versions of the DCEU's Justice League, both Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon realize that it's almost impossible to give every character and star their due in a film bursting with unquestionable talent. J.K. Simmons in particular found himself with the short end of the DC stick in his two showings as the legendary Commissioner Gordon, with fans left wondering why a star of this caliber was drafted in to just flick on a bat signal. In truth, a ton of Simmons scenes were said to have been cut from the initially released theatrical cut in 2017, but even with the release of the Snyder Cut this year, it was hard to escape the feeling of being cheated out of what could have been another scene-stealing turn from the Oscar-winning actor. Perhaps Simmons returning in the role for the upcoming Batgirl HBO Max flick will finally see the actor given a platform to really put his own stamp on DC's most notable police commissioner. Number 2. Michelle Monaghan, Constantine 
In another case of a star's scenes being butchered, here we have that time Michelle Monaghan's role in Constantine was reduced to a blink and you'll miss it one-liner. It's not like the Keanu Reeves starring DC super horror flick was light on talent, with it still coming equipped with the likes of Tilda Swinton, Rachel Weisz, Sheila Burf, and a deliciously devilish Peter Stormare. But many fans have been left double-taking the cult hit in the years since its release for its use of the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang star. In short, Monaghan was set for a juicier part in the flick, playing the part of John Constantine's half-demon love interest, Ellie. She filmed numerous scenes depicting her as one of the occult detective's main allies, but director Francis Lawrence ultimately decided his lead character was better off on his own, not depending on his relationship with Ellie. So the majority of Monaghan's scenes were chopped and we were instead left with only the sight of her being blistered by holy water late in the day, and the feeling of what could have been for an actor Lawrence himself described as fantastic. Clearly though, Lawrence, he just wasn't fantastic fantastic enough. Number 1. Paul Giamatti, Jungle Cruise it's likely that the majority of the folks who wandered into theaters to take in the latest offering from a jungle-surrounded Dwayne Johnson weren't expecting to be left wanting more. However, those same popcorn-munching souls also probably weren't expecting to see Paul Giamatti show up and routinely steal the spotlight from the film's supposed top names. Perhaps more impressively, the Golden Globe winner was able to pull off this achievement after criminally only appearing in a fraction of the film's bloated 127-minute runtime. Clearly luxuriating in the role of dastardly harbour master Nilo Nemolato, Giamatti gurns and explodes his way through his all-too-brief appearance as Frank's local business rival. Simply put, Jesse Plemons' Prince Joachim and Edgar Ramirez's Aguirre may have been the film's official big bads. But when given the option of watching those villains collide with Rocky in a sequel, or Giamatti's cockatoo-owning delight, it's really a no-brainer, isn't it? However, if this is all we ever get to see of the moustache-twiddling legend, you can bet more than a few Giamatti-loving hearts will be broken. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com